Hey everybody, welcome back to the What If Weekly. This is your host, Tanner Wagner. This week on the What If Weekly, we're trying something new. We have figured out how to get people from different places around the world, around the country to be on the show. And it's through Skype. We figured out how to record calls. And today we have a special guest on the show. He's actually not here with me, but he's in a different state. Uh, it's Ruben Pernetta. Ruben, would you like to introduce yourself a little bit? Yeah, I'm Ruben Pernetta. I am from Eastern Washington, huge fan of the show. I've known Tanner Wagner for a, a lot of years and I appreciate being able to be a part of this week's episode. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to have you on the show. Just so you guys know, if you don't remember, on a previous episode, I t- we were talking about food and fast food and things like that. And I had said that a little shout out to Ruben Pruneda, Pruneda sorry, I got a, cr- he corrected me on his name again today, but, uh, he, he's the one that gave me the idea or showed me, introduced me to the beauty of a McChicken with tomatoes and cheese. But he had recently told me that he has an update. Ruben, do you want to share that update with us? Yeah, I, I would. I remember that that was something that I had shared with you boys as a kind of a, upgrade to make your McChicken a little bit more deluxe. And then one day I thought, you know what? I wonder what it would taste like if I could hold the mayo, add Mac sauce, and then the cheese and tomatoes. And that's actually something that I've used to spice it up. It's not for everybody, but if you're a big fan of the Mac sauce, which I am, if you throw it out in there, I promise that you'll you'll love it like I do. No, that that sounds delicious. I think that'll be super awesome. So um Ruben, I'm I'm super excited to have you on the show. I'm really glad that you've been listening. I'm glad you actually heard the show because Dustin, my uncle, on that previous episode, he was saying, does Ruben even listen to your show? Uh, I was thinking, well, I hope he does. I don't know, but I guess he do, and I'm, I'm grateful for that. Um, and I just wanted to let the audience know that we're starting a new incentive, a new challenge, a new competition on the Facebook page. We're going to choose the best what-if question every single week. And that person, if they would like, will have the chance to be on the show like Ruben today using Skype. And so if you guys can get on there and post what if questions, we need your input and everything. And you guys can be on the show and and have a chance to be on iTunes, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Play, and hopefully in the future on Spotify. And so it's pretty awesome. I I feel pretty famous. I don't know. Do you feel famous, Ruben? I feel like I will be as soon as you play this episode this week. Oh, I, I totally agree. All right, Ruben. Well, let's let's just dive right into the questions. We have some awesome questions for you guys today. Ruben came up with one of them, and I have the other two. One of them is from uh, Connie Honroth. Actually, two of them are from Connie Honroth, again, on the Facebook page. And um, let's let's just dive into the first one. The first question is, what if we mix English and Spanish? So, Ruben, uh, you speak Spanish, right? Correct. So, how would you feel if we mixed, or what? How do you think it would look like, or what would it look like if we mixed English and Spanish together? You know, it's interesting. The first thing that I thought about when I saw that question was, does she mean like Tex-Mex, where it's a combination of you know Spanglish and English, or was it when she when she says, and I'll ask you the question, do you feel like English and Spanish, as far as Everybody that speaks English it has the ability to speak Spanish, and everybody that speaks Spanish has the ability to also communicate in English. Everybody's bilingual. Huh. Well, that's a really, I, I don't know. I honestly was think that's a good way to think about it. I think that's a one route we could go. 
Um, if we were to say that, then I think we would be a lot more productive in life and we'd probably have a lot better relations with um, other countries like trade wise. Cause it'd be a lot simpler, I think. Um, but I think what, what I kind of wanted to discuss was more how English and Spanish could be mixed together. You know, like a lot of white people try and say English or Spanish words with their English accent. And it's pretty, pretty sad. Like on Napoleon dynamite where he's like, um, make yourself a dang quesadilla. And I think like, that is like, I think that is terrible. I, I just, it, it hurts my soul when someone says, when someone says quesadilla or tortilla, or they, they just don't know how to say it. And it, it just hurts me. But I think it'd be kind of funny to discuss a little bit. Have you ever, what is, what's probably one of the, have you heard many experiences uh, or people talking like that, like with terrible Spanish accents? I have. Um, one time we were at a Spanish restaurant, Mexican restaurant, and, and there's arroz con pollo, right? And so uh, we had a, an American buddy there, white buddy, didn't didn't speak English, and he kind of looks at the menu, he looks at us, he's like, what's arroz? And we all started laughing, <laughs> we're like, you mean arroz? That's rice. He's like, okay. And so every time we go to a Mexican restaurant, we're always like, what's arroz? Because he, spelled, he, he pronounced it the way it was, it, you know, how he read it. Um, yeah. there's definitely that. And one of probably, um, there's a lot of different things that, you know, I can think of a lot of Hispanics. They, they mix both. They say, voy a la church, which, yeah, you know, like, <laughs> they, 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 they mix it back and forth. And so, um, it, it is interesting to me, you know, how the, the words are kind of, uh, kind of go back and forth. And, and a lot of times, uh, when you hear the, the white Americans trying to pronounce those words, uh, it, you get a kick out of it for sure. It is. It's funny. Cause my dad, uh, when he goes to, goes out with some guys at work and goes to a Mexican restaurant and his favorite thing is a torta, like the Mexican sandwich. And <laughs> he always says torta. Can I just get a torta? And my dad was telling him, or he was telling me a story the other day that they went out to a Mexican restaurant or something and they break, he brings them out a torta and they, they have their food and everything. And my dad was like, I need to tell the owner that you just need a big plate of fries with this. So I know we're not, I know we're not talking about food right now, but you know, mixing Mexican and American culture, my dad, actually the next time he went in his guys that he works with told the owner that he wanted fries. And so he brought him out a torta with fries, a big old plate of fries with it. And so I think just melting those two cultures together will help a lot. I think it'll be awesome. <laughs> That that is awesome, and I think what I appreciate about that is the the owner wasn't offended. It was something that hey, this person wants, and he mixed it a little bit uh, together with with the the American uh, food cuisine with the Hispanic uh, food cuisine. But with regards to um, the language, the question that I posed earlier, you know, I kind of thought, you know, how great uh, would that be in the parts of the country like you mentioned, as far as trade and stuff like that, but. Uh, if you could bridge the the language barriers, you know, walls would come down. And as you know, um, dealing with uh, a lot of Hispanics, probably growing up all your life and being in mm -hmm. that culture, how, how probably, uh, there were a lot in the same, um, but there is that language barrier. And, and I, and then when I saw that question, I thought, I mean, how neat would that be if, if we could mix those uh, together and everybody kind of knew a little bit of, of, of both, how, how different uh, I think our lives would be and could be. I, I do agree with what you're saying. Like if we could just learn each of us a little bit of both sides, I think it'd be super fun. 
let's let's jump on to the next question, Ruben. I think that was sufficiently covered. That's super awesome. Um, so the second question is, what if someone gave you a million dollars? What what would you do, Ruben? If someone just walked up to you and said, "Hey, you know what? You look like a great guy. I'm going to give you a million dollars. Spend it the way you want." What what would you do? I this is probably my most favorite question because right away I thought about what the responsible Ruben would do. I mean, if you asked me the same question five years ago, I think I'd totally give you a completely different um, answer. So yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna steal this question a little bit. I kind of want to know what yours is, but I would want to blow it. And I know that's probably bad, but you know, I would probably blow it on, on, um, on helping people. I probably shouldn't say blow it, but I think I would spend it on helping people, um, as much as I possibly can in, in my community. And then, um, I know this is the, the nerdy responsible person, the thing to do, but, you know, invest it in college funds and, and being able no, to, smart. um, to do that. Yeah. That's the smart thing to, to, you know, the, the, maybe the political answer, but, um, boy, a million dollars. If I was given that opportunity, I think I would, I would, uh, give back as much as I possibly could to, um, to, to the community and, and, and specifically for me, um, scholarships, I think scholarships funds for other people that be able to help them to grow and progress, um, would be something that I would, uh, like to be able to see, more of and and to be able to contribute to that and then have that money perpetuate and then just kind of fund itself and be able to just give back every year. I think that's like the gift that keeps on giving, but, um, yeah, five years ago, Ruben probably would have selfishly, uh, <laughs> spent every cent of that on things <laughs> that, uh, are ridiculous. No, that's awesome. That's, that's a huge example for a lot of, I think our listeners, um, I feel like, and I don't feel like a lot of people think that way first, you know, um, I'm one to not think that way first. Sometimes when I get money or gift or whatever, I, I usually tend to think of myself and that's, I feel like that's pretty normal for everyone. It's just like, Oh cool. I got a ton of money. That's awesome. <laughs> and I do feel like I would spend it on some things, but I, I hope that, one day I can, I can, if I ever get that opportunity, what if I was ever given a million dollars, I would definitely try and, and be the best person I could with it, you know? And I think investing is probably the, the coolest idea that you said uh, out of the things that you said. I love the scholarship and I love all that stuff, but I think the investing is cool because it, it builds you for the future, you know? And you can give, I mean, with a million dollars, you can invest quite a bit and still give back to people. Uh, I mean, that's it's a substantial amount of money, but I think I would definitely take my wife on a trip. Um, we'd go to Italy. I think I want to try Italian food from Italy. It's like one of my passions. So I think we'll do that. If I ever get given a million dollars, shout out to everybody listening. If you want to give me a million dollars, feel free. Um, or Ruben, Ruben would greatly appreciate that. I'm assuming. I'll uh, split it with you. How about that? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. If you want to give us a million dollars for this single episode, feel free and we will split it. Um, all right, let's move on to the next question. So this is Ruben's question and we were kind of going back and forth. He had a ton of different questions and he came up with this one and I absolutely love it. What if you could meet anyone in history? So since this is your question, Ruben, let's have you start with it. What, if you could meet anyone in history, who would it be? 
you know, I'm a big history fan. Um, I enjoy all things about history and it's convenient for me to say that because I know the outcomes of it. But uh, one of the biggest things that I've always kind of thought about is what, what did that individual, that person, what were they going through in their life and what was their thought process? And if, if they could themselves could change something, you know, what would they do and how would they do it? And, and one of the things that I kept going back on this question is, you know, there's a lot of sports heroes and, and famous, you know, Babe Ruth, Mickey Mantles, you know, that was right at the top of my head. But then I thought about, you know, what uh, an impactful person. And I thought, I think about World War II and, and, um, and America and, and the president of the United States. And I thought, you know, what would, um, what would it be like to meet Roosevelt and to know and understand the person that he was and the decisions that he was faced to, um, to make knowing that, uh, there was going to be bad outcomes on, on a lot of the things that he had to decide and, and what it was and who he was to be able to make those types of decisions. Cause I don't know that I could, or that I would want to, but, um, but I think more specifically the decisions that he made, obviously, um, you know, they're written in the history books, but those decisions are felt even today. And so yeah. you know, it's super impactful to me to be able to say, you know what, you know, what, what, what is this person like? And I, I would love to meet him to be able to, to understand him better as a person and then to just ask a ton of questions. But if I could go back, I think that would be, he would be my number one guy um, to, to learn from. And, and it's just because of, of the impact that, that uh, the decisions and of who he was uh, is still felt to this day. No, that's awesome. That's super cool. If you could ask him one question, what would you ask him? Like your first question <laughs> to open up the conversation. Uh, I would, I don't, that's a good question. Um, I'm going to have to think about that. Let's ask, let's go to you and then maybe circle back to me and then and I'll, I'll have something for you. No. Yeah. That sounds good. So I am, oh man, this is a hard one. Cause there's, I, I also enjoy history and there's a lot of cool things. Oh man. I don't even know. Let's think. I think I would, can, can it be like a group of people? I'll give it to you. Okay. All right. So I think it would be awesome to go back. So I'm in the, I'm taking a class in college about religious freedom um, for all different religions all around the world. And we're learning a lot about the constitution. And I think it'd be awesome to go back when the founding fathers are putting together the constitution with all the amendments and everything and just talk to them, you know, because they were just good people and they weren't perfect, obviously, but it was just kind of cool because they're all really smart, educated people. And they all had the same goal in mind to make this country uh, a, a place of freedom, you know, that anyone can come from anywhere. And I think it'd be really cool to go back and talk to those specific people, that group, and just ask them a few questions like why, maybe asking them why they want America to be the way maybe I would have to do it after they made the constitution, <laughs> but like why they would want, why they want America to be the way that they put it in the constitution, just to see like what their thought process was, maybe what their experience in the past was. Cause we learn a lot. I've learned a lot about like, yeah, this is what they said and this is why they're doing it, but not like what made them want to do it that way. If that makes sense. Um, oh yeah. So it, I think it'd be kind of cool to see why they did it because I wonder if in, in the countries that they were in before, it was really difficult or maybe they just didn't want it the way it was, or maybe they had some type of epiphany that came to their mind. And I don't know that they just had this awesome idea. And so I, I think it'd be kind of cool to talk to them a little bit, but so did you think of your question, Ruben? 
I did. And this is probably not um, even possible, but for the sake of this what if podcast. Yeah, for sure. If I could ask him a question, I would assume that he would know what our political climate was today. Um, and I would ask him what his thoughts were on America in general and the state of America now. If he thought that, you know, what he would do if, if he was the president of the United States or what he would do. I mean, probably be really ticked off at all of us lazy Americans and smack us <laughs> and say, hey, you guys have nothing to complain about considering all the things yeah. that he's gone through and the things that he saw. I just I'd be curious to not ask what his opinion of, of where America uh, is currently and, and how and where he sees it going. And I'd be curious to know what his uh, perspective as a president in that time would be of, of what's going on. Uh, and that's probably not a fair question, but that's that's what I want to know, his opinion. No, I think that's totally fair. I think now that you say that, I would definitely want to ask the people that I would go back and see in history, the founding fathers, because like, I just wonder, you know, is this what they imagined America would be like, you know? Um, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on and it'd be interesting what they think about it. But, well, Ruben, this has been awesome. I am super grateful to have you on the show. This has been super fun. Um, the questions again for all of you listeners, what if we mixed English and Spanish? What if someone gave you $1 million? And what if you can meet anyone in history? Ruben, do you have any last words for everybody listening? I just want to say thank you very much for thinking to me about being on the show. I'm a big fan. I look forward uh, to each episode and hopefully I get invited back. Yeah, definitely. We'll definitely have you back in the future. Thank you so much, Ruben, for your time. For all you listeners out there, don't forget, subscribe to the podcast. Check us out on Facebook. Get all the up updates. Post your what ifs. Just a reminder, the, the winner of this next week for the best what if can possibly be on the show if they want to. So put your what ifs on the Facebook page. Let me check them out. And I'm excited to see what you guys come up with. Have an awesome week and we'll see you guys next week. Signing off, your host, Tanner Wagner on the What If Weekly.